This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. It was one year ago that New York Attorney General Letitia James filed a $250 million lawsuit against former President Donald Trump, accusing him of fraudulent business practices. Well, just this week, a New York judge has ruled that Trump is guilty of fraud in the building of his massive real estate empire. The judge claims that he inflated the value of his assets and his own net worth as he negotiated real estate deals and asked for bank loans. The case will still be heard in court, but if this ruling sticks, it could have major implications for Trump's financial world and a huge lesson for any investor who might consider adding a few zeros onto an asset valuation. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Judge Arthur Engerin issued the ruling on Tuesday, September 26th. It comes in conjunction with a lawsuit against Trump by New York Attorney General Letitia James. The lawsuit claims that Trump and several of his family members committed numerous acts of fraud and misrepresentation, and that Trump inflated his net worth by billions of dollars, $2.2 billion to be exact. The lawsuit also named Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric as defendants. James said, quote, Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been available to the company, to pay lower taxes, to satisfy continuing loan agreements, and to induce insurance companies to provide insurance coverage for higher limits at lower premiums. In one instance, it said that they falsely inflated the total square footage of a commercial building by 300%, according to the ruling. James says she launched the investigation after former Trump attorney Michael Cohen testified before Congress that Trump had used valuations that were higher or lower than they should have been, depending on how the valuations could save him money. She proceeded to investigate and claims that her evidence comes from the review of millions of documents and statements from 65 witnesses. The final accounting shows that Trump allegedly produced more than 200 false and misleading asset valuations. Among the false claims listed in the lawsuit are that valuations were determined without considering restrictions, like rent control. For example, the fact that a building was rent-regulated may have been left out of the equation. As most real estate investors know, rent control will lower the value of an asset, it's not something you want to ignore when it comes to accurate reporting of valuations. Engerin wrote in his ruling, quote, In the defendant's world, rent-regulated apartments are worth the same as unregulated apartments. Restricted land is worth the same as unrestricted land. Restrictions can evaporate into thin air, Engerin says. This is a fantasy world, not a real world, unquote. Engerin claims the Trump Tower was stated to be three times its actual size, in order to support the valuation. He said a discrepancy of this order of magnitude by a real estate developer sizing up his own living space of decades can only be considered fraud. After James filed the lawsuit, Trump's attorney Alina Haba accused her of an abuse of authority and said the lawsuit is the result of a political agenda with meritless claims. Trump has denied any wrongdoing and claims that the lawsuit is part of an ongoing politically-based witch hunt against him. Engren apparently sees the evidence as conclusive and ordered the cancellation of business certificates for Trump and his two sons, and an independent monitor to oversee those operations. Without business licensing, 
Trump's companies cannot be incorporated or set up as limited liability companies in the state of New York. Companies that are currently structured as such will have to be dissolved. The Trump Organization is among them. Engoren has directed Trump to begin the process of dissolving the companies held in his name. Meanwhile, an appeals court rejected Trump's bid to delay the civil trial, allowing the case to proceed. This decision by the state's intermediate appellate court clears the way for Engoren to preside over a non-jury trial starting Monday in Manhattan. James alleges Trump boosted his net worth by as much as $3.6 billion. Battling lawsuits is not new to the former president. In 2017, Trump agreed to pay $25 million to settle fraud allegations linked to Trump University. In 2019, he agreed to pay $2 million to settle charges that he illegally diverted charitable funds to pay for his political operations. And last December, Trump's company was found guilty of 17 counts of criminal fraud for falsifying business records. While the judge's decision on Tuesday does not end the legal wrangling in the civil case, experts interviewed by NPR agreed that it poses unprecedented danger to Trump's businesses. According to NPR, Trump could be forced to liquidate assets that he made his reputation on and very much cherishes. Experts also told NPR that the legal threat to Trump now comes in three forms. One, Trump's entire New York business operation could be deemed fraudulent and therefore turned over to a receiver who would effectively take control of the firms and liquidate them at a public auction. Second, Trump and other defendants could be required to pay a $250 million fine. And third, James could permanently ban Trump and his associates, including Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, from doing business in New York State, where many of the family's most significant assets are located. Well, we'll be following the story here on Real Estate News for Investors. In the meantime, you can listen to past episodes and check for links to our sources for these stories at newsforinvestors.com. You can also sign up for a free Real Wealth membership while you're there to learn more about how and where to invest in real estate. And remember, there's one easy way to avoid these kinds of issues. Get a third party to value your assets, like a BPO. That's what we're doing in our Texas fund, which you can find out more about at growdevelopments.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.